Welcome back to another week of Part of My Bullshit Podcast. We got a full house today. This is the voice of Gigi Luciano. To my left, I got... Remy Hendrix. To my right, I got... Eight Love. In front of me, I got... The truth, man, loud and clear. And listen, man, back... By popular demand, we brought A-Flow back into the building for this week's hey. Off the Record episode. You know what I'm saying? Clap it up for her. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. We appreciate you pulled up last minute. We woke her up from the dead and drug her <laughs> up here in traffic <laughs> for this episode, man. So what's going on with y'all, man? How y'all been? I see y'all in a minute. What's going on? What's been going on, man? I, I ain't seen y'all in the brick, man, but I've just been keeping low key. You know what I mean? Thanksgiving coming around. You know, I've been uh, spending most of my time looking at the Black Friday deals because, you know, your boy got to get out there and get some new threads. Might try to hit up Macy's or something. What you trying to cut? You know, International Concepts has been coming one of my favorite brands for clothes. So I got to go to Macy's. Oh, yeah. Snag some shirts and, and, and stuff like that. So, yeah. What y'all been up to, man? I've just been chilling, man. Really just, man, taking care of business, man. It's like a lot of stuff has been just thrown my way, trying to knock everything down, man. And just like, yeah, it's nothing much really, man. Been chilling. Um. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, I know all y'all niggas not chilling, bro. Yeah, right, no bullshit. Yeah, it's been cold, bro. Like trying to get adjusted to this cold weather. It's been fluctuating, cases. You know, Jamaican ass. <laughs> you know, like the loose guys and you know, the white clats. So, well, Geechee, you, you uh, you was traveling recently, right? Man, you know me, nigga. I stay on the road, man. I just got back from. Uh, I was in Miami real quick. I ain't been in Miami in a minute. You know what I'm saying? So we went out there for the um the 444 concert. That was a good time. Um, tonight we about to mess with the Erica Badu concert, so that's looking forward to that. I've never seen her in person. Okay, like I've had opportunities a couple times, but you know stuff always comes up. Yeah, so. she has a good show. I saw her at the um, the, the Roots Picnic in Philly. Yeah, it's a nice look right now. The Word. Yeah, <laughs> definitely looking forward to that tonight, man. But like we said, man, last week we had a flow on last week, on the last episode. We brought her back. You know, we a lot of good feedback. You know, I mean, everybody was hitting me up like, who, who was that girl in the pod? She was good, blah, blah, blah. So bring her back. So we got it here. But before we get into her introduction, I definitely want to give four shout outs, man. Like, you know, uh, last week I posted a video on my Instagram. I basically was saying how, you know, you have your supposed friends and they don't support what you do. And it's always um, that one random person that hits you up that you don't even think is checking for you. You know what I mean? That that gives you some recognition. So I definitely want to give uh, four shout outs. One to my man Marcus at Fat, Fat Belly Fella on Instagram. My man Steve Big Dot L U V V. Uh, my man Jerome, that's Jay Zilla 350. And then my, my big bro, my man Gerard at Juice Jagged 32. Man, go follow all of them. They definitely hit me up over the last couple of weeks and really been, you know, giving us praises. And, you know what I mean? Like, even when I think they're not checking, they definitely checking. So. You know, it definitely feels good when you have random people hit you up and say, man, we like what you got going on. That's true. I got a homie, Captain Blanco. What's happening? I went to college with my boy. He's been, you know, giving me some real good, real good feedback over the show and stuff like or that. Shout out to him. Shout out to all my niggas, dog. I mean, I got, we got some, uh, some segments coming out. I'll, I'll save my shouts for them, but I like to shout out my brother, man, at Hazmat Three Photos on uh, IG and Twitter, man. He always doing his thing. He out there today in the cold. I couldn't be with him, but he out there in the day in the cold doing this thing. So shout out to him, man. Word. I'll have one. Um, actually, shout out to my um, girl Kai. She actually had her launch event for her her business last night at the Arctic House, as we discussed earlier. And her um, curated by Kai business launch is pretty dope. So she's incorporating people of color into the museum space, into the virtual reality and tech. A lot of opportunities that we don't often get. So shout out to her for putting that together and having a bunch of black people at an art exhibit. That's dope. It was dope. That's dope, man. Well, shit, man. We just back here to talk about. The crazy ass rapey week that we just experienced, man. Like, I just feel like over the last two weeks, it's been a lot of um, celebrities being outed for sexual misconduct. And, um, you know, we had the Harvey Weinstein situation. We got the, uh, what's that comedian? Um, Louis, what, TK? CK, CK, yeah, he got Him out of recently. Yep, the yeah, Bourbon they, Ball niggas, man. So it was a whole. They, they called of- out James Woods, too. I had everybody, dog. They. It's the, it's the whole thing, man. They got this Me Too campaign that jumped off. And the girl got the whole yeah. social media thing. It's just like everybody just coming out of the blue. They just say, hey, this shit happened to Me Too. Wow. It's always just, I don't know, man, fellas. Y'all, y'all, y'all watch yourself, man. You know? Man, it's crazy because, <laughs> you know, we hearing all the like comedian jokes about like those Hollywood parties and all that kind of stuff like we used to see you know like Chris Rock get on stage and, and make jokes about it and we laugh at it mm-hmm. but then it's like damn 10 years later we're realizing like it's real you know what I mean like it just feels like there's a lot of stuff going on in Hollywood behind the scenes like it's just a messy dark place like you know a couple of weeks ago we had um, old boy from get, was a house of cards 
Kevin Spacey. Kevin Spacey, yeah. Like, you know, they said that he tried to make an advance on like a 14-year-old at the time. and Yeah, but then he came out and was like, yeah, but uh, I'm, I'm actually, man. he was like, I actually like boys or I actually like men or something to kind of make it like seem like it was okay. Yeah. And I was like, but you're still touching a minor. You're still <laughs> thirsting after a minor. It doesn't matter if you like guys or not. Like, that shit is just trash. It doesn't go hand in hand. Like, just because you're gay don't make you a fucking child molester. You yeah. know what I'm saying? First of all, that's the worst way to come out ever. Right. Like, if you're going to come out, nigga, just own it and just come out. But you, by saying, basically saying, yeah, I touched them, but it's only because I'm gay. Yeah. Like, who, you know what I'm saying? Who does that? That's that's crazy. But the, the only scary thing is, is now it's becoming too popular to just outright come out and say, oh, somebody raped me or somebody sexually assaults me. I mean, even Usher... Uh, they they try to say he gave like a guy herpes or something like that. Some guy accused them of of giving him herpes. I'm like, there was a on. woman, and I think the guy, um, the guy said he slept with the woman, another woman. He was something like that. It's some, some weird. Like, I'm, I'm like, bro, like people got relax. Like it's so he was playing hot potatoes with the herpes. That's fine. That would yeah. that would that destroys all of Usher's career if that's mm-hmm. like true. You know what I mean? So it's Charlie Sheen was another one that came out. Mm-hmm. Man. Yeah, um, it's tough. You got Terry Crews. Too. I mean, it's it's tough, man. That Terry Crews shit is wild, man. <laughs> you hear about that? They say he was. So he was he was with his uh, wife at some Hollywood event, or whatever. And the guy, one of those uh, big time Hollywood execs, just walked up to him and just grabbed his dick, just grabbed his crotch, <laughs> right there in front of his wife. And so my thoughts on that is like, you got to be a bold motherfucker to like go up to Triple G, dog, OG, Triple OG. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just grab his dick right there in front of his wife. So he he thought he didn't do anything about it because he know it. He oh thinking, hell no! If I knock this dude out, I'm gonna go to jail. Mm-hmm. He's thinking about his family and stuff, and he's you know he just I guess he just took that out or whatever. And then like a year later, he sees all this stuff coming out and then they say you know what I might as well go and just you know pr- they press charges or made a made a formal complaint or something mm-hmm. about the guy recently so a year later but you know. I, I would have done the formal complaint I understand like not you know fighting the guy retaliating because that's what they want you to do as a black man as a black man you, you yeah. gotta you let's, got, let's talk about that you, you gotta you gotta play defense mm-hmm. you do you do have to play defense but at the same time it's like you do have to use the system in your favor when it's available to you so following a formal complaint then you know, don't be scared. You, that's that's the one thing they want us to be. They want us to be scared. There's somebody walk up to me and touch my dick in front and like, front of his wife. One, bro. one, touch my dick. We fight. <laughs> Two, in front of your wife, bro. That's that's Think your manhood like, right there. That's it's emasculating. Man. Yeah. His livelihood, you know, that's his livelihood. Your you woman know? looking at you like, and, but you're in front of your wife. Like, how do you like? First, I know he went through a whole period of shock. Like, yeah. what the fuck just happened? Like, somebody really just... And then, like, damn, he did that in front of my chick? And it's just like, but he really just that's, did this shit? That's a whole but, different level. And then he's thinking, okay, I got a family. It's just like, damn, if I knock this nigga out, now they're going to take me straight to jail. Right, you yeah. know, it's just like... I guess, I don't know, I've never been in that situation before, but that's just a tough one, man. You know? So... You know, if you were in a situation like that, you out with your husband at a party. Well, I'm single, so. Okay, this is a hypothetical hypothetical situation. You know your DMs are open. They're open as of now, yes. (laughs) If you out with your day (laughs) and a dude just comes up and grabs his meat, what are you going to do? Like, what's your first reaction? I would probably scream, but I've actually, the last guy (laughs) I dated was a big nigga. So, I don't even think... Like, the way he was set up, he wouldn't let anyone get that close to me, let alone to mm. him. Like, his reflexes are on point. Like, I don't I don't date no dudes that can't defend me or themselves. Mm. So, nigga probably would have been on the floor before he even tried to go for the date. But hold on, though. Terry Crews can, can defend himself, man. Yeah, he probably just called him at a bat. But, like, he probably wasn't on his P's and Q's because he was schmoozing at the event because he's in Hollywood. Yeah, but Which, I, I'm just talking about street niggas that, you know. I just don't like, expect don't niggas know. to walk up and touch my no. dick, dog. Like, that's just. That's, that's why. Bro, he, he came up and grabbed. Right. That's what I'm but saying. I mean, like, but it, for that to happen, like if you, if you think of how big he is and like his anatomy, like you see someone walking up to talk to you when you look at like they're not tapping up, their hands going low. Like my reflexes are kind of well, the dude, point. The, like, the dude is like a little dude. He was like a, he's a much smaller man, okay. so he probably was able to maneuver. What, 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 <laughs> like wiggle to wiggle, the dick. Yeah, just what, what if y'all? Was, what if it was like you know they had dapped up and they was just talking, <laughs> and then while you know niggas was talking, he got the hors d'oeuvres in his hand. Yeah, he, he went for the dick when he had it. I can't see. I can't. So the nigga, the nigga had a pig in a blanket. And he was like, <laughs> I can't hey, wrap my head 
around that because my reflexes, like I'm, I'm very observant. Like I said, when I'm talking to people, I'm making eye contact. Eye contact. I'm looking at them one on one. Like you try some shit. Like I'm gonna be like, oh shit, watch out. What the fuck you trying yeah, to? Yeah. I, like I don't know. I have really good reflexes. I'm always like paying attention. Why to you, my surroundings. Why you always on edge, man? Yeah, I'm not on edge, but I'm like, ain't nobody about to grab me. You know, try something crazy like that's true. I just I could, I don't see that myself allowing that to happen. So when you got beef in the streets, you know what I'm saying? You gotta be gotta be on point. So you gotta watch out for her because we don't know. I don't you have know any beef. You got beef in the streets. I'm a lover and not a fighter. So no, no more credit card scams or none of that. No more scammers. No, yeah. I know. It was no one and done. I bet that's good. That's good. So the uh, so that comedian was it Louis. Louis C.K. Yeah, they said yeah. that he, um, a couple, like five women came out and, like, over the last week or so and said that he used to, like, get them in situations like he'll, they'll be in, like, his room or, like, at the movies or watching a movie or something. And he'll just pull out his dick and just start beating his <gasps> dick off in front of him. Yeah. And he's funny, too. I find him to be pretty funny, but now he's disgusting to so, so I don't know too much about him, but from what I understand, like, he's his, Latino. His mother's Mexican. Oh, really? Yeah. So, so from what I understand, like, his jokes are typically a little bit more dark anyway. Oh, right? his shit is nasty. Yeah. So, yeah, so, so it kind of makes sense. Exactly. Yeah. So basically, it's like, well, this is really. He's living like, his jokes out. He's living his jokes out. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. You know, just thinking on that, in what situation do you do that? Like, you just in the middle of watching, I don't know, like, <laughs> Game of Thrones or something. I don't, please don't use my show as a reference. You know, you listen to watch a Game of Thrones and you just like, oh, I'm just pulling my dick out. Just, you know what I mean? Like, you take a Netflix and chill and fire stick and dick to the next level. <laughs> hey, think about that, though, man. Hold like, on, like, hold like, on, like, hold like, on. Like, time out, time out, time out. We got to address that. Fire stick and dick. That's what it said for the 2017, bro. That's what the word was on social media. That's what I'm just saying. I don't have a fire stick, so. You gotta get you a fire stick. Maybe I get one. (laughs) No, but for real, let's just think about that, right? So, like, isn't he the one that that said, like, he, one of those guys said, it was like five girls that said, yeah, he did this. He said, I ain't gonna lie, I did it. Like, he admitted it. it, Was he the one that owned it? Mm -hmm. I respect that more than than the, the latter, like what Kevin Spacey did. Like, that was not cool. I would respect him just owning up to his shit and saying, like, I'm a pervert, I need help. Versus, like, oh, whoa, I, I'm a molester, whatever. Like, no, that's I, not. I don't know if I would throw the word respect in there. I, I just, I can't respect a man like that. That's just not wild. Not for his actions, but for owning up to his actions. Everyone has, like, a great PR team, and they spin the shit, and they don't want to take accountability for what they did. Like, at least he said, like, yeah, I am nasty. Not that that makes it any better or worse. <laughs> that's what I'm but saying. Like, he didn't try to, like, yeah, you know, sugarcoat the, the turn. I don't give a fuck if you took accountability for your dumb ass actions. Right. It's like you it's still you still did it. And then right. it's kinda of like, oh yeah, I'm a pervert. I did right. it. Like what? I just, oh you're saying you're saying it's not cool regardless. Yeah, it's just not it's just not cool. Like So you ain't never been a pervert? I'm about to ask you, so you never pulled your you never pulled your joint out all the time? You never put it on the table on the toilet. You never see it. You never you never you never backed your dick out on somebody. That's happened to me. That's happened to me before. So you never asked What's, tell the story. You, I mean, never, you never asked for a dance in a club? Hey. Ne- ne- I ain't never <laughs> put my dick out unwanted, bro. <laughs> Thank never you. Never unwanted, man. That's good. Hold on. So, all right, we got to get to your story, but then yeah, let's piggyback off it. We're we going to park dating right here, but let's get to your yeah, story. Yeah, let's do that. I- yeah. Okay, this is why this was actually years ago. Um, I can't remember the last time I was in Miami. Like, it's been a minute, but my girlfriend and I, like, we had gone to the beach. It was, like, super dark. Like, I know it was late at night, and then this guy comes out of nowhere. I felt like we might have seen him earlier, but my girlfriend and I were laying on the beach, like just talking, chilling, like, you know, just having fun. Like it might've been our last night in Miami. And this guy comes up like out of nowhere. And like, he's like, Hey, you know, ladies, can I keep with y'all for a minute? And of course my first instinct is like, uh, no, but we were like, yeah, okay. You know, cool, whatever. And so we're laying down. I think we might've been like laying down on towel was talking and we might've been talking for a series of minutes. Like I, I, I don't know the time I lost track. And then we're talking and, you know, trying to incorporate the guy in conversation. And all of a sudden, like, we noticed, like, he's pulled his Johnson out and, like, he was playing with himself. And we got up and got out of Dodge so fast. Like, and then come to find out. So, you know, um, found out he was a Q. Like, we saw his, you know, brain and stuff. I was so So disgusted. I was like, yeah, one of my unofficial frat brothers. I was really disgusted by that. I was like, wow. And he he was older. Like, he wasn't a young guy. So, y'all just having a conversation. This thing just backs his dick out on y'all and starts stroking. That's wild. You know know what's crazy? You know what's crazy is that she's not the first woman. She's not, you're, you're like, I've heard that type of story from like several different women, dog. Like, dudes That's be disgusting. in public and they'll be with their homegirls or they'll just be out 
and dudes would just whip out their dick and get get the work in. I'm like, this, this happens. That's a dis. Oh, I think that's a mental health disorder. This happens, bro. Whipping just whipping out your meat. Yeah, and, and public, public, public like, that. like that. In grocery stores, like I read it in the news, and my dad sent me articles like, mm. "Be careful of white men." It's like, nigga, took his meat out, and <laughs> the girl like flashing people like that's indecent exposure. Like, to me, that sounds like something mentally is is not. Some yeah. people get off to that type of shit. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, like my not... homegirl was telling me a story uh, recently about. She said she used to date a dude, and they had like stopped dating. Far, let's say like a year, two years down the line, um, they, <clears throat> the, she had invited the dude to the, to her house, and they were just kicking it. She said there was no talk about sexual sex or nothing. They were just kicking it, <laughs> having a normal conversation. <laughs> she said that she had a, she got uh, had a phone call. She picked a phone call up. It was like her sister, so she went out on the balcony to talk to her sister. She says she hangs the phone up and she turns around and looks in the living room, and the nigga's not there no more. So she's calling his name, like, yo, where you at? Where you at? And she was like, I don't hear him. She said she walks into her bedroom and a nigga's ass naked on her <laughs> bed. <laughs> what is dick <laughs> out? <laughs> what is dick out? <laughs> he took his dick out so, uh, on your bed. Oh, yeah. yeah. So she's like, well, what the fuck are you doing? Like, nigga, put your shit. She told the nigga, put your dick up. I'm calling the police. You know what I'm saying? Something. Hey, was he laid out? Like, was she said he was spread eagle. Spread eagle. <laughs> <laughs> ちょっと待ってください。ちょっと待ってください。ちょっと待ってください。ちょっと待ってください。ちょっと待ってください。ちょっと待ってください。ちょっと待ってください。ちょっと待ってください。ちょっと待ってください。ちょっと待ってください。
what it would take for men to really be able like mm-hmm. start really paying attention to those signs because some niggas is really like man if I keep trying she gonna eventually give it no, up that's like, you're, for, you're forcing yourself that's on her at that great. point yeah. yeah you know you think, what I mean you think it's like an instant gratification thing we're just used to getting everything so quick and so yeah, fast it is no. so shit man as growing up as boys man a lot of us didn't get told no all the time exactly. you know what I mean like, man, I don't know man I got sisters man so like whenever yeah, but, but girl, that's different though some niggas didn't grow up with that you know yeah. what I mean like I got two sisters I grew up with my mother like all my aunts you know what I'm saying so yeah. picking up on female body language exactly. and the way that they speak and the way they moving, like I can tell. Okay, she's having a good day. She's having a bad day. Right. Oh, she really not fucking me right now. Oh, she's really hey. serious about stop. Exactly. Some niggas don't know that. And I'm not making no excuses for that. But some yeah. niggas just aren't around women like that. So right. as soon as girls say no to me, I'm back I'm, out. You're done. Yeah, yeah, it's like even if you're playing, I'm, I'd rather back out and have you be like, "Well, why'd you stop?" Than uh, right. keep going because right. that's. That's jail time. That's serious. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that kind of leads me to the other question too about like consent. You know what I mean? Like, how many times have you had sex and actually asked for it? (laughs) I don't have to ask for it, bro. (laughs) But I'm saying that when we're talking about consent, consent is what like verbal. They got to. You know what I'm saying? Typically, when we talk about consent, we're talking about verbal. Like, have you really just been like, "Hey, do you want to have sex right now?" Like, how often does that happen? Never. Her stuff would dry up so quick if you say that. Yeah. I mean, no, it's but just, you you got finesse it a different way. You can't say it like right immediately, but you know, if you out at dinner, you know, you, you want to do it. Yeah, man. Hey, look, my no. I feel like sometimes you gotta yeah. be like a little bit like I don't like using the word perverted, but you gotta finesse and you say something. Yeah, that all goes you know? into knowing your partner, yeah. knowing who you're dealing with. Though, like you, like I said, you're gonna pick up on body language and mm-hmm. oh, Bay's had her second glass of red wine. Like, okay, you know, she's you know. A little bit open. Loosen yeah. it up a little bit, you know, but it's just in, in knowing your partner. Like, it shouldn't have to necessarily be like, you know, a verbal yes or no, like, yeah. hey, can we tonight? Like, I feel like once you get to that point, like maybe like a married couple thing, like you have to schedule like your sex dates or whatever. Yeah. Like, when you're dating and whatever, like, it shouldn't it shouldn't be like that. And I, I don't think it should be as structured as to be like a simple yes or a no. And I just think that goes like, I have known the guys I've dated very well, and I can tell, like, all right. I don't even have to say anything. Like, I know if I if I move this way, like, he's ready. Like, right. it was never, ever, like, having to be a conversation. I feel like if it gets to that point, then what's, is, you know, what's the, the fun in it? But, yeah, but you hear, like, a lot of stories, you know, kids in college and yeah. niggas is out drinking. There's a large they, rape culture yeah. on predominantly white institution campus. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? You hear all these stories, and they always talk about consent. Like, right. what exactly is consent? Like, how do we define that? You know what I mean? And mm. I just know me. Most of it is, like, is body action. Body action. You know what I mean? Yeah, shorty knows she want to give you the box, bro. And no matter how you approach her, you know, if you come out right and ask her, like, hey, you know, let's have sex, she'll give you the go ahead, she'll give you the look, she'll give you the. She might not say yes. Most girls won't even come out and just be like, yes. But they'll they'll make it known. Let you they'll, know in some way, shape, or form. They'll they'll definitely yeah. make it known. They'll give you that little the nalas or something. <laughs> Everybody's in the Lion King. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, so, but we're just living in a different world now. Where yeah. you know what I mean? Like when you hear about all these like accusations <laughs> and people getting arrested for all this kind of stuff now. So you know, whenever I have kids and they about to go to school or whatever, I'm like, dog. You might you might have to have some forms with you or something, right. nigga. Because the last thing you want is your child to get caught up in, exactly. in a rape allegation. Especially your sons. It's so important Absolutely. to instill that in. I mean, I'm gonna say young black sons because if I have sons, they will be little black boys. Yeah. And so that in your children at a very young age and let them know like it's not okay. Yeah. Um, these things or whatever. But I, I, I do think that a lot of this stuff is happening. And I will say like we're all millennials. We're of the same age range. I feel like these things are happening and maybe people are not like guys aren't knowing how to pick up on signs from women and, and vice versa because a man can be, you know, assaulted or, you know, sexually harassed I've been, too. I've been sexually assaulted. Okay. <laughs> And, and so I'm, I don't mean to laugh, but it happens and, and, you know, it can be in the reverse. And I think that's a lot of times because we're so disconnected. We don't know how to like sit and talk to each other face to face and interact like all the dating, all the all the websites, the apps, the Facebooks, the Instagrams and yeah. all these social media sites take away from people being able to talk one on one. Like I could still go to a bar and sit and talk to a guy for hours and, you know, have that that one on one interaction and pick up on his body language at the end of the night. Like, you know, uh, he's probably not interested. I'm going to go my way or whatever. A lot of these kids 
kids don't have that. Mm-hmm. They're behind their computer, behind their phone. So when you get, you know, one-on-one with a girl for the first time and, and you don't know what to do because y'all only been, you know, talking and texting and tweeting, I feel like that's that allows these situations to happen in which a girl might not get consent. But a guy, like, he doesn't know you know, he's never been around enough women because he's a digital, you know, gamer or whatever. And I, I think that's what's yeah, causing yeah. a lot of that. Um, people are disconnected, not not as close in touch as they used to be prior to, like, the smartphone mm-hmm. era. See, I think most time when you you behind your phone and behind your your computer screen, then you meet up with a chick, man. She catfish, yo. <laughs> shit, like you, no, you been catfish, sons, couple times, man. Oh, you you man. be mad as hell. You be like, dog, she about to be bad as hell. Then you see her. Is it a filter on the picture or just a different person? Yeah, you look at the like the girls be like they, the, the angles, bro. Yeah, they, they they like angles. angles. I can't. I, I ain't. You gotta teach me, cause I'll, I'll show you. I'm trying. I'm trying to get my likes up on Instagram, man. And all the pictures are like from her like breast up. Yeah, most of, yeah, yeah. It was the, the neck up joints too. Yeah, yeah like the ball. neck up joints. They got the whole region. Yeah, you like that? That's the um. That's the big girl. That's the, that's the big. No, cause I do those poses. I'm not. That's the BBW all pose. Your, all your dresses, all selfies. But that's that like my, most of my pictures, and I'm oh, you clearly also not a BBW, but you know. <laughs> why are these pictures like always being like hotel rooms and shit? Mm, that makes you a thought. Yeah, yeah, oh, oh my god. Oh, <laughs> you were always in the hotel. You yeah, yeah. always been in the hotel. She always on the road. Leave that one alone. So I was just thinking about like with the Harvey Weinstein situation, how he was like pressuring like young, you know, young actresses and. Do certain stuff for me, and I'll put you in certain... Quid pro quo, sexual harassment. So, you know, have any of us ever encountered that situation where people have used, like, sex or their power um, to put us in a sexual position? What kind of sexual position? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, coach you off guard, huh? Yeah, that fucked me up. Pause. But, you know, I'm just thinking, like... He's using his power and his ability to get women in, right. in, in movies to get them out of Selling their pants. Selling dreams, yeah. But women kind of do the same thing, too, right? Like, if women were to say... I, I was listening to Bring Idiots this weekend. Andrew Saul said something interesting. He was like, yo, if if women were to start fucking broke dudes instead of rich dudes, mm-hmm. all this shit would end. And I was thinking, I was like, damn, they kind of got a point. You know what I mean? Like, women... A lot of women chase after dudes with money, with power... You know what I mean? With like the celebrity status. And if there was just the up and say, fuck it, we're done with that and just start fucking with broke dudes, some of that culture would be not. Our lives out. would be better. It would be my out. That, that is true, but a lot of women be messing with a lot of broke niggas, yo. Exactly. It's, it, I mean, it goes both ways, right? I mean, you do want to increase your standard of living. I get that. Like, I don't want to mess with no broke chick neither, but like, a lot of women be messing that with a do. lot of broke right. niggas. I'd be do. like, yo, you. You got a kid? Like, this... Right. Come on, bro. You got two kids. Take care two of him kids, and your, your child. McDonald's yeah, for the burgers. <laughs> Can I get a Big Mac? No that kind. does happen, but, like, keep it real, man. Certain dudes get away with more shit than other dudes. Why, why is that, though? I, like, for instance, like, I've been told, like, a dude that has a nice-sized penis, he's going to get away... You can... He's gonna get away with a lot more than the dude that don't have a nice size penis. As far as like in a relationship, yeah, like, dealing with a partner, yeah, dealing with a partner. That's one aspect, right? Mm. Then you got a dude that got you, power. Some of my girls that be digmatized yeah. with their man for the D. For the yeah. yeah, you got that situation. Then you got dudes with power, dudes that got money. <laughs> like they know that there's a lot of girls out there that's that's their dream guy, or they, they're only hunting for guys like right. that. So they know that's why they're gonna treat these girls like a transaction. Yeah, I think so, that's a decision as as women we have to make, like just not to fall into the trap of oh well he's this he's that no fuck that mm-hmm. so i got a question for y'all real quick. Wallet and stuff. Yeah. i got a question for y'all real quick and one of my facebook friends uh miss dean she put this up on her facebook so i wanted to bring it to the pod um the question is when you i guess it's mainly for guys but then we can flip it and make it um for you as well when you first meet a girl or a guy do you already have in your mind that you just want to hit it and dip or do you want to get to know them more I'll, I'll pass over to Geechee first, man. You look like you got a lot what on your mind. What kind of a question? Yeah, that's, see, that's I can't I can't really answer that question because did, did, if if I see a joint that I consider that I would want to dip on, I probably would never get myself involved with her. Right. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like for why? If I already know I'm indebted at some point, I'm not even going to waste my time. Like I'm just at the point in life where I'm not just not wasting. About, yeah, I'm just not about wasting time. You know what I'm saying? So I, I don't know. As a female point of view, I would answer that as a no. I don't think 
not all, but some, like not all women are wired that way. Some maybe. I don't think I, I have anyone that I've interacted with, like as far as girlfriends or sorority sisters or anyone that um that is wired that way. I know some women that are, that they think like a nigga, act like a nigga and, and toss them to the side. I personally have never thought like that. You know, I don't use men as pieces of meat, but I know some women who like, yeah, like he, I heard he's working with something. That's all it's about to be. And they have no feelings attached, completely disconnected. And that's it. But I don't know a lot of women who operate like that. And I'm the type of nigga too. Like a lot of things like I could find stuff in women that like turn me off, like the way they talk, the way they walk, yeah. like certain things. So if it's, if, if, if I already see something in you, then I'm just like, uh, I'm just not even gonna put myself in that position. So, you know so, so if Young Geechee was at a party, yeah. you know, and, and you know, some semi attractive joint was dancing up on you, you yeah. know, you 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 in the mood, you got the do say phone right. in your system. She like, yeah, let, let's let's go back to the hotel room, you know. You ain't, you ain't gonna hit a dip. You ain't. I'm, but what is dip though? Like to me, when I read the question, I'm understanding like you, you, you. There's something that you don't find you, attractive you, about you somebody, about and it. you're gonna put yourself in a position where it's like, yeah, this is gonna last for like two weeks, and right. that's it. You know what I'm saying? Like, wh- what about her would make me want to dip? That's my thing. If she ain't, she ain't that cute. I'm, I'm not gonna fuck with her. You know what I'm saying? For <laughs> breath stink, I'm not gonna fuck with her. If she dressed funny, I'm not gonna fuck with her. So like, what? I don't know what else would make. I me... I feel like it goes. The, the question is more geared towards like. Would you just fuck a girl knowing that you won't like one night stands? Try to, try to be in a relationship with. Oh her. Well, we, well, that's happened. We talked about yeah, one night stands last night. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. We, niggas have done them. You yeah. know what I'm saying. So, I guess the answer is yes. But I, I just and now I don't know if I will put myself in a position where. Yeah, it's just I like, think I just, don't, I just don't like wasting my time. Yeah, I think you know it all involves your stages of where you are in life for yeah. real, for real. Like, yeah, some people still want to, you know, play the field, and I think I got that from. Um, someone I was dealing with not long ago. I think that some people are just wired that way. Like they really don't want anything serious. They want to have all their cake and eat all their cake too, and 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 do whatever. So I guess it just it's the intent. You know, yeah, it goes know. back to that level of trust. Yeah, if, yeah. You, if you feel like you can't trust people, then I'm about, I'm about to be out here slinging and banging everybody. So. Yeah, slinging that's, that's true. Banging. I'm saying, trademark banging. that. I'm, okay. I'm a lover, man. So you know, it's, it's a little different <laughs> with me. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you with me is an experience, baby. You know what I'm saying? So Ain't no hitting it different, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that's just that's just really what it boils down Boy, to. You don't all the cuddle strokes and uh, hey, all that, all that, son. Huh? <laughs> oh. I own my shit. I don't know about y'all. Oh, you mean holding the tricep down? <laughs> hold the tricep down. You know what I'm saying? We talk about eating that jump from the back. All that, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Ain't no hitting it different with me, bro. That's why I said I just wouldn't waste my time. You know what I'm saying? We, we too old for that. Yeah, we don't you, t- I can, you can't get that to everybody. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So to be at your job, like you said, oh, quality you over quantity. That's really what it boils down to. He said quality over quantity. Yeah. There you go, man. That's, that's grown man shit. That's Everybody the name don't of the think game. that way, though. Hey, man, I got a family, dog. I'm almost thirty. <laughs> what about you, Remy? What do you think? He's quiet. I don't know. What nah, I'm letting y'all have it, but like, I want to make sure I understand the question. So she just wants to know a man's mindset on whether or not he would smash, dip, or pursue a relationship. Yeah, with yeah. I, I think that's more towards where she was going with the question. Yeah. She's just trying to figure out the, the male, like, just mindset. For yeah, the male mindset. When, when you see a girl, like, what, what's your first start? Like, do I, damn, I just want to fuck? Or damn, like, I really want to get to know her. Well, 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 guys don't want to get to Well, not even that, but it, it's kind of, when you first initially see somebody, you really can't really gauge too much how, exactly. how without long you want to take it. Yeah, so I have to interact with them. Yeah. That does happen. I feel like, and, and y'all could probably, like, real, real life admit to this. Like, you probably would see a chick out like, damn, she bad. I'll fuck the shit out of her. Right. Yeah. Thing. Like, I think, I feel like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Was, I feel like, like guys think like that, but... Yeah. It, once you meet them, start talking to them, like that can go out of your mind. Like, oh, you know what? She's really cool. Like, Aisha's really dope. I really do like her. It's not just a physical thing, but that you have to make time to get to know the yeah. person. But I do, I think that some guys do, guys that I know personally do operate that way. Like, they'll see a girl and then be like, oh, damn, she bad as shit. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to hit. But that's always like the initial first interaction. Right. And sometimes that may continue even when, you know, once they get to know you and, you know, you have deeper interactions, it, but I feel like all all men. It definitely that depends way. on the personality of the girl. Because if I see you all acting wild, then I'm gonna be like, yeah, I, I definitely fuck. But then it's like, I won't keep calling. I'm, yeah, I'm cool off it after that. Yeah, I'm mm. cool. We can do it again. You can't hit three times though. That means your wife. Right? <laughs> if you hit three <laughs> times, <laughs> two times. <laughs> hey. 
Go ahead, Remy. I, I mean, it's just like I mean, I think it's like I'm at a t- I'm a little older than y'all. You saw it. Mm-hmm. I'm in my time, and like I'm not. I don't run like that no more. So like, but back in the day, like I mean, if you've seen, I think it's more so. It's it's kind of hard to answer, but it's more so like the way how she dresses, how she puts herself out there, how she carries herself, how she carries herself. <laughs> like if she if she comes out, you know, she carries herself like she's wearing that short skirt in the club, and like when I was like 21, you know, 18, mm-hmm. shit like that, and she. She putting herself out there. She she falling out on me and something like, damn, like I'm 21 and I wasn't looking for like no relationship and nothing serious. Yeah, niggas are smashing and, and keep that shit moving. Right, right. I mean, it is what it was, you know. But if she carries herself like a lady and she actually has a mind, like you know, we can have stimulating like conversations. Then it's just like, okay, she she got something going for her. Then I might yeah. you know want to pursue more. But it's more so it's how she carries herself. Back in the day, <laughs> how she carried herself and just uh, more about like her just her mindset, where she at, where she right, at in life, right. and stuff like that. So you can you do have some people that just lack quality quality features out there. So men and women that goes for both mm-hmm. sexes. I think you brought up a good point though. Like one thing I've had to work on, especially like as I get older or whatever, is not judging women based on how they dress. A hundred percent, right? Because like you could see a girl out and she's showing a lot of skin, but that don't mean she's like a hoe. That she rolling like. Right. She, no slut shaming. Yeah, yeah, she could just be bad as shit. Not, I love it when they, yeah, yeah. they be out here with the the Vaseline and all that. The baby oh, oil, the baby. coconut oil, coconut yeah, oil, the coconut oil, coconut oil, coconut oil, coconut oil, cocoa But now you raise a good point. You know, when you as a younger me, you know, what I mean, like I definitely would, and I think it also plays a lot into our upbringing, like going, to, like yeah. being in the church and all that kind of shit. Like I feel like religion and stuff like that. We kind of, you know, as it kind of gets beaten to our head growing up, is like you know. Godly women dress like this. Mm-hmm. Women of the world dress like this. You know what I'm saying? As yeah. the like, well, the whole time she was out on she Saturday. Loved the Lord more, more than, than I do. God, yeah, yeah. yeah you know what I'm saying. So, like I said, as I get older, like I appreciate one of women can show show some skin. And, you know, you know the whole. You know, I remember last. I think maybe like two summers ago when everybody started showing their nipple rings out in public. Like, I don't judge. It was so taboo. Oh my god! Yeah, but I, I'm not judging you off of that. Right. You know I'm what I mean? Like I. You know what? I'm a look. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. They want you to. I, that's what it's out for. I mean, you got eyes. If you look, you look. Yeah. But I'm saying, but I can appreciate women owning that, owning their sexiness. Own, you know what I mean? Like, the confident woman is very attractive to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, if that means wearing less clothes, cool. If it means wearing more clothes, cool. You know what I mean? But I'm not here to judge you for that. You know what I mean? Just like when you talked about, like, um, not slut shaming, you know, that situation earlier we were discussing. Mm-hmm. Wearing more clothes don't mean that a woman. Or a man not going to catcall him, he's not going to harass you, you know what I mean? So I I don't subscribe to that bullshit. I I look at it from a couple of different perspectives that, you know, of course, I'm not one that's down for like slut shaming or whatever, Mm -hmm. whatever this new trend is. But however, I still feel like the way you present yourself is how people going to... How they're going to deal with you. How they're going to deal with you. So it's like you can't, you can't change the world's mindset. Right. You know, you can, you can, no matter how, how hard it is or how, how you think it is, how easy it is or whatever, you can't change the mindset. I'm not going to go out there, you know, walking around with like some booty shorts or some shit and niggas are like, I hope you're not walking around. You know what I'm saying? I hope not. Even though they walk around and like, nigga, I'm straight. You know what I'm saying? The world's going to look at you like crazy. My mother always told me growing up, perception is everything. It's everything. So like, you know, you go into a job interview, you, you go in there with like some slacks and just like a polo or something or yeah. a t-shirt. You know, if of course you're gonna expect this boss to be like, I wanna hire this dude. You have enough yeah. respect for me to, to wear a tie and a suit. So like the thing is, should you judge people as far as like the right thing to do? No, you should not. However, you need to recognize that not everybody has your mindset and the world don't work that way just because you feel like the world should work that way. So when you present yourself out there in the world, you need to realize that don't everybody doesn't think like you do. Everybody's not going to accept. Everybody don't move like you. Everybody but, don't move like that. But it's also a time and a place for everything, too. So uh, yes, if you're going right. out to the club, like if you want to show some skin, you want to put on a loose um, in, a, in a tight dress and look sexy, like I'm all for it. You can't pull up like that to work. Yeah, we see it all the time. Like if you want to, sure. But the reality is, is how's your boss gonna look at you? How yeah. they gonna treat you in the workplace? It's perception, you know I mean? yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and you could be the smartest person and the, and the best worker yeah. and, and everything, but people have already boxed you and perceived you as, right. you know, Aisha such and such. Then you know, I don't know. Yeah. Is it fair? It's not no, fair. It's not fair. So niggas, Life ain't fair. Niggas just gotta grow up too. Like, <laughs> like you see, right. I mean, you see it countless times. Girls walking down the streets, you know, they they little bottom of their cheeks might be out. Niggas is like, oh shit, like dog, y'all never seen ass before. No, some of them haven't, bro. That's that's true. <laughs> that's true. Maybe not an ass like that. I'm just a booty shorts. Maybe, not, Maybe not, not an ass right. like that. It's, it's just wild. Like you know the things that and I, I you know I admit to this too. You know we looked at that that uh, rape culture pyramid and like cat calling is on there. You know what I'm saying? Like nigga, we used to like I like I said a couple episodes ago. We used to leave the house. 
to go to the let out. Your was your, good, man. Yellow dress. Yellow, yellow dress. Yellow shirt, like shorty niggas, in a pink yeah, shirt. Yellow like, dress. Niggas oh, engaged. you don't hear me? <laughs> you, don't, you don't hear me? Like, no, niggas man. engaged in mad cat calling, you know what I'm saying? Like, looking back at it, it's like, damn, nigga, you used to leave your house at 2. And that's in the, like, at the so, bottom of the pyramid under degradation is cat calling. Cat calling. And yeah. along with dick pics, don't send them to me. Um, threats I mean, and stalking. Check this out, I wouldn't send a dick pic unless I Groping. thought you were for this. You <laughs> no. know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not just going to jump out there and send a dick pic. I'm not about or to video. send no dick pic, bro. If or you videos. want my dick, I'm going to pull up. Like, <laughs> pull up. But we know of scenarios where niggas that don't even really cool with women, he might just have their number and their phone on their Snapchat it's or something like that. Which is the craziest shit ever. There's a lot of women that's been talking about dudes just doing that. A lot. Every time you like you get up, uh, up and down social media, girls are complaining. About is that funny? Like, like it's what? Not. What? I think the new term is called like um, ocular raping. O- ocular raping. <gasps> raping my eyes. Yeah, raping yes. my eyes. Yeah. <laughs> it's called like o- ocular raping or something like Where that. Where do niggas get all just sending their dick and unsolicited like messages? Who for gave it? you the right? You didn't ask for it to see it, but you sent me a picture anyway. And now, like, I'm forced to see it, or you know what I and mean? And I can't unsee so you it. You can't unsee it. Ocular raping. Yeah. I don't know. That shit crazy. Like when I'm thinking about certain scenarios in my head that girls have told me, like, dog. So. Did you did you ask him or did you give him? No, I don't even know. I barely know the dude. Like, dude was sending dick. Like, yo, what's up with it? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you, know, you know what's crazy? Throw it in the trash. You know what's crazy? Though? Something I just thought about. I was like, damn, what if a girl sent me nudes, like, like nudes, or like her vagina, or you know, some titties? It's or whatever. So, is a double standard though? Yeah, because if how, you get nudes from a chick, you like you lit. Yeah, yeah. It depends on how it looks. <laughs> It depends on how it looks, right? Because that what box. If it could, was a nude with the box, like that not box showing. could be trash. Yeah. She have, like, a either over either the or, the box could be trash. It's not a nude. Then if you got the blanket, like uh, yeah, I'm uh, a, you know, the full nude. Okay. If, if you show me the box and it, and it looks trash, I'm gonna be like, bro. But what looks like? Son. If it looks like an Arby's like roast beef sandwich, yeah, like Arby's roast beef sandwich. <laughs> that is that's hilarious. That's the most. I don't know. I don't eat roast beef, so can I Google it? I want to Google it. I don't eat roast beef. That shit is hilarious. Hold on, Arby's. What man said it like some lettuce bread? Not <laughs> really be looking like that. Hey, love, like it has to be like it gotta be. You know, <laughs> it has to be. You know, like. This pedicure, manicure. I mean, gotta be like right, you know, groomed, like yeah, but properly also, groomed. And probably know? also too, I think men we're like probably more visual than anything. I don't know, if women are like really that visual. Like yeah, I, I don't visual. think I, I, I hear girls we say are. all the time, like but I hear girls say all the time, like or often that like yeah, getting a dick pic is cool, but like you said, just it's pull up, just pull yeah, up. Right, you know yeah. what I'm saying, like. Even if it's like a dude that they dealing with, it's like, all right, but I'm much rather just having a person where us, like, you send me a nude, I'm shit, I'm like, you know what I mean? Like, I, we enjoy yeah. probably those things a little mm-hmm. bit more than it's women a double in general. Standard. Yeah, because so. yeah, yeah, you know, you know it's about to jump up. Well, you already know. Yeah. So, yeah. Send nudes. I think, I think guys are more visual anyway. You can see by, you know, even when you go out, right? The girls, they, they dress up to the dime, dog. They yeah. make up, take two hours, you know, hair done. <laughs> Nigga, I can throw in a t-shirt, some jeans, some joys. 15 minutes. And still be bagging joints. Like, <laughs> and they wouldn't even care. Like, that's. Like, but I appreciate it, though, man. I be. Hmm. I like a girl when she dress up really nice. Especially the heels, the calf muscles. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all, y'all have all gotten, like, at a different point in your dating lives, like, just random nudes. Yeah, man. And guys love that yeah. shit, don't you? Niggas Y'all love that, that shit. Yeah. Well, especially yeah. when I expect, yeah. you know, because sometimes I take forever to text back. So if my phone is like, I'm playing 2K. <laughs> you, you be single. When I'm in 2K, nigga, I'm <laughs> lean into the TV. As long as you look at your phone, you be like, oh. Hit the pause. Hey, I got to jump offline right quick. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, See, there's the such unexpe- a double standard. The, yeah, the unexpected nude, I think, is more fire than, yo, know, let me get a nude and then get it. Because you're expecting it. You know what I'm saying? You're waiting for yeah. it. The anticipation. But where I'm just minding my business and a jump hit my phone, I'm like, oh, shit. All right. That was cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? As long as you don't check it in the middle of a business meeting or some crazy shit like that. I wish Shit, <laughs> shit getting new at work is probably lit for real, for real. Only we could experience it. Yeah, I ain't got no phones at my job, so I can't, I can't experience <laughs> that. If only. Yeah. yeah. I probably work, would. Work midday dudes, and then mm-hmm. they, they'll put you over that 12 o'clock to 4 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> you can think about that all night. Hell yeah. So, so would it be okay if a dude, like, sent you just, like, his chest? Yeah, I would be fine. I just don't want to see your pee-pee. Not yeah. in a photo, you know. I mean, we only got one thing that like 
people look at as like ill. You know what I mean? Or like you have to cover up. And then girls, they got you know. multiple. Yeah. 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 True shit. And on top of that too is like, how many different angles can you catch with a dick pic? Whereas girls could do mad uh, shit. I mean, right. Girls could do mad shit. Yeah. Like to spice their news up. Whole like, creative. Right. Just whole put, a, put, a, put a fitted on the joke. Like hang a <laughs> hang a Timberland off your dick. You know what I'm saying? Like girls could do all kind of like dope <laughs> shit. Hold on, so, what did you so say? Don't go even adjust it. You heard me? I said, like, what else you gonna do? I put on Tim on your dick. <laughs> Nah, girls. Throw getting, some butters on each. Girls be getting real creative, man. You be yeah, like, you be like, hold on, who yeah. who is holding the camera though? Right, right. Because that's what you gotta think about. And I, and then the uh, the iPhone the way is is so lit now. It's set up that you just shit. You could just have the yeah, jump take so pictures timing. without even. Yeah, so they just, just run back to the bed. Yeah, do what Boom. you gotta do. That's, you know what I'm saying? that's talent, Boom. bro. You've been yeah, practicing sure too much. <laughs> that's talent, man. Mm-hmm. You had another question on your uh, drink that we had to get to as well, right? Um, we got all kind of questions, bro. Like, let's throw um, some out, man. It's off the record, man. That's what we're here for. We yeah, got a couple man. questions. Well, did answer. we address the question earlier about the about the uh, the girl that asked us? If somebody asked us something on on the online yeah, about have, the mental health. I mean, that was it's totally changing gears, of course. But yeah, we want to make sure we get to all our listeners. And I have to get to, and it's great that um, A Flow is here, so she can answer this one. So, um, this question is from at underscore Tony Love, uh, my homegirl Tony from uh, she from my Woodbridge. Shout out to her. Uh, so, hey her, Tony Woodbridge, what up? Her comment was, in your most recent podcast, you all spoke about mental health in the black community, molestation, etc. What are your thoughts on parents telling their young children, female in particular, while in the comfort of their own home, once again, the young girl might be wearing like a short set, pajamas, or nightgown, to put on clothes on, there's company in the house. Do you feel like it sets the precedent that the company air quote, in their in their home could be looking at their children in an improper way and that they are catering to their company versus the safety of their children. Can I start off with this one? Absolutely. So yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll start because I, you know, I was raised in a two-parent household. Um, I have a younger sister as well, and, you know, West Indians, crazy, but I grew up in a very, very protective household. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that was just a thing, like, even, like, with my own father, like, I, I and it I already know, like, you know, there's certain things you're going to walk around in the house, like, you know, just be covered up. Mm. That was always instilled in us growing up. And I know people and I've heard, you know, personally and then like other stories of people like being inappropriately looked at and commented right. about. And, and, and some people, not anyone I know personally, but I've heard so many stories of people being molested. And it seems like a high majority of the times is by a close family friend. Mm. So I feel like as parents, that's, that's something that is required to protect your children. And I mean, I don't think that's setting the precedent. I think it's just a, a, a maternal and, and paternal instinct to do for your right. children. I don't think it's saying that, you know, I'm, I'm protecting you more or my friend more. Like I don't, I don't think that's what it boils down to because it happens so much. And and it doesn't matter, like you said, what whatever the person's wearing. So many kids get molested by close family friends, even yeah. uncles, yes. aunts, and yes. uncles mm-hmm. are, are doing a lot to these children. So I think as a parent, hell yeah, I'm gonna do my part, what I can to, you know, maybe take some of that away and, and to protect my child. And I think also goes to like um, couples and, and married people like I, I have friends who are married and, and friends who are engaged and friends who are dating I would never like be at a girl's house and then ha- her fiance there or her husband be there and come out on something inappropriate to right. where someone would need to tell me like cover up like that's just an, an instinctive thing I know like I'm not about to be showboating in front of someone's so, fiance like, all right, so, so, so pause you right there pause. so you know what I mean so let's say hypothetically mm-hmm. you know you married you got your husband right. and your homegirl coming over and that nigga walk around with gray sweatpants you won't. <laughs> You're gonna be in your church outfit or in a, in a, so, a full body robe. Okay, so there's no graceful pants walking around it's while you got homegirls at the crib. No. <laughs> okay, all right, it, all right. I just think all it's right. a respect thing, and, and it's all just right. like no. And just, I, but I feel like with the parent and the child relationship, yeah. like I definitely like even now, like you know, living at home, like. If I come out, like, my, my father's around, like, or my uncles are coming through right, the house, right. like, I'm going to have all something appropriate, a bathrobe, be covered up, like, yeah. that's just how I was raised. So, I don't think it's it's setting a precedence for that. I think it's just literally boils down to, like, a protective mechanism, like, doing what you can to protect right. your children as, the, as best you can. You and know? it's unfortunate that's the world we live in, you know what I mean? You yeah, don't know what people do behind closed sad, doors, yeah. and, and you would think that, you know, you know, you, you know your brothers, and, like, aunts and uncles, you know, your right. brothers and your sisters right. or your church members or whatever. Until you don't. Until you don't. 
mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And you always got to take the um, the steps to protect People your child as much children. as you can. Absolutely. They pray on children. They'll say, well, this will be our special secret, you know, yeah. and, and they'll shame them. And, and people carry that stuff for years and might not even know that what happened to them wasn't okay until they get like maybe 21, 22. Right. Like, oh, shit, this Uncle Billy was molesting me, this whatever time. Like, that's not yeah. okay. So I'm like, if that's what you feel like you need to do to protect your children, that's a small step. Like, that's yeah. do and, it, whatever. The conversations are so common now. It's kind of scary to think before the internet and before Twitter and before Facebook and before we kind of start spreading this kind of knowledge, Mm -hmm. how often was this shit happening in the homes? More often than we probably care to know. It's it's crazy because uh, I sit back and think about the various conversations that I've had with women in my past and like even just through high school. I've known quite a few women that have been sexually, like, you know, molested or sexually assaulted, assaulted by like family members or friends of family. So to answer my opinion of that question, I think it's, I definitely agree with what, what you're saying. I think that's one side as well because you want to have, you know, parental, like, um, you know, control over your kids as far as protecting them and, you know, being concerned about their well-being and stuff like that. Also, I think from the other perspective, it's, it's more so about home training mm-hmm. as well and how you, again, how you're presenting yourself. Because if you you got uh, people coming over, your visitors to your house, and your children are walking around in any and everything, that makes you look bad. As also as a parent, right? You know, like like you want to present your family in the best manner. It goes back to like being like you know representing your last name and representing your family as well. Yeah. So, so what was the question she asked was like she said not present. It was another term she used. That was like almost like you're favoring the visitor versus the child. Yeah. Or so it's basically saying. Um, are you uh, could be looking at their child in an appropriate way and that they're catering to their company versus the are they catering to the company or are they um, protecting their child? No, protecting I don't get their child. Yeah, they're definitely not catering to the company or protecting their child. I also think they're um, they're, they're wanting to present their family. It's about home training, like home training. Like you got to come off like, like who raised you? Did your mm-hmm. mama raise you right? Yeah. You know, so like to make sure that it makes them look bad. And also, they're, you know, it's the protection. Part. Right. And I would just think, you know, even growing up as a child, you know, it wasn't like I was walking around the house with drawers. But just when, like you said, when company was coming over, you put your clothes on like you're you're, you're hosting. You know what I mean? You want to host them. You want to look you want to look good. You know what I mean? You want to just like cleaning up your house. Yeah. Like when you got yeah. people coming over, you don't want to you're not going to have a junkyard. You know what I mean? You yeah. want to clean it up because they're coming into your home. You got to represent yourself like you said mm-hmm. you know what i mean you, you represent your last name you represent your family so you want to have all those kind of things squared away but it's scary it's very scary when you hear how often women have been sexually not even women but just children mm-hmm. men and women you mm-hmm. know what i mean have been assaulted or or you know molested as a child like it's it's really fucking scary and man and it's so kind I feel of like it's always someone close like when they, they come out like even a godparent or like i said aunt uncle neighbor or yeah. like you know, athletic coach, like it's it's horrifying yeah. to hear that. And a lot of stuff that happens, you know, to a child. I mean, it starts to come out as they're and older. Men. So we, so we're here sitting about talking about men or even women that sexually harass and catcall and mm-hmm. are like sexual deviants. And I'm sure some of them you have ex- experienced some things as a child mm-hmm. as well. You know what I mean? Like one of our earlier episodes where we're talking about R. Kelly and how mm-hmm. weird he is, and Nasty. when you hear him tell stories of his childhood, it's like, bro. He he grew up fucked up. Really? You know so what I mean? Probably, that's probably all he knows. That's all he knows. And now as an adult, it's coming out. And he's like, mm-hmm. he's like exhibiting all of this, man. It, it's scary, man. So, you know, if you ever dealt with anything like that, man, I, I really hope, you know, you, you, you take the proper channels to get to get help because that shit is serious. It has it's to be a serious. conversation. I think a lot of times in the in the black community, like there's so many things that are taboo that don't get talked about. that get swept under the rug. And it's either like it can be prayed away Yeah. Or, you know, it just, people choose not to deal with it. And we have to step away from that mentality and really, like, as a community, like, take mental health seriously. And, um, shout out to my bro. My bro, um, Jerome actually has, um, a mental health business in which he's, he's bridging, is actually bridging the gap, but he's working with the youth and helping them unpack and work on a lot of those issues before they even get to adulthood and just be, you know, fully functioning members of society and just addressing those things that, you know, probably were swept under the rug or mental health issues that people don't know how to do with. Like I said, the black community mental health, like we the ignore, two are always se- kept separate. It. We ignore it. It's yeah. not a thing to us. And I, I hate that stigma. Everything you can pray um, away. And, and everything cannot be prayed away. That's you know, and I, I, I do believe in the power of prayer, but I just think there are some higher things that. Well, God put, God put yeah. mental health professionals right, on this earth on this for, earth, for yeah. us to seek them out. You know exactly. What I mean? like, so it's scary. heavy. That's heavy. Yeah. 
Shit, man. We had 53 minutes. I think I think this was a pretty good episode. You know, we hit on a bunch of topics. <laughs> yeah, like it was this this rape topic and all of this. There were some other things, you know, but yeah, I think it's pretty good. Man. I think it's enough we can go into our PMBs. You know, there's something that y'all want to get off your chest for today that you want to... Ladies first. Mm, still, I, I, I always have questions about dating um, that I'll probably just reserve for you guys at a later time. I'm actually going to think of topics... To present to you all, so you can ask your friends and, okay. and family. So when you come you know, back, for, when you come back for the third time, you the, have some yeah, questions. I was there something, have questions. Was there something that happened last night that you saw that made you like? No, not last night. So the event was like a chill event. Um, I think there were like uh, there were a good amount of couples there. So I wasn't really doing any choosing last night. Um, it, but it was cool. I don't think anything happened that like stuck out in my mind. I'm just talking about the overall like state of dating in. 2017, almost 2018. Like I always have questions, comments, concerns. So okay. I'll table it. Or you got, you got anything? Uh... Oh yeah, I can start from my bullshit, man. So look, I was driving down. Uh, I was leaving West Highsville Metro Station yesterday, driving home, and I was at like Queens Chapel Road, ready to make a left. You know, to Ooh, you stadium? by the stadium. Yeah. Well, no. Nah, well, oh, you on the Highsville side? Uh, yeah, on the Highsville side, oh, yeah. going towards uh, what's that East West Highway, so I can get on 295, right? So I'm in the lane to make the left arrow, green arrow and all that. And the pedestrian decides they want to walk across the street. And there's there's no, you know, they have the hand. They tell them not to walk and stuff like that. So I, I have the right of way, essentially. This pedestrian. This walks, asshole. Say yeah, just, just walked across the street. And I'm here. I'm making a turn. I didn't see him at first because I'm thinking, all right, they're not about to walk. I make the turn. And then they just continued to walk out in front of my car. I had to slam on brakes. And then the person looked at me and was like, oh, fuck you. You wasn't about to run me over. <laughs> oh, but I was. <laughs> and I was just sitting here like. What did he say? Oh. <laughs> but I was. <laughs> but I was. But like, I was just, I was just like, I could have killed this man. Right. And if I had to hit him, you know, I'm going to jail for vehicular manslaughter. I'm in the wrong. But, like, at the end of the day, I was talking about this the other day with one of my friends. I'm like, a person can stop themselves easier than I can stop that car. You know what I mean? I don't know if my my brakes are going to fail. You know, I don't know if I may slip up and hit the accelerator rather than hitting the brake. And they got these people just walking out in the middle of the street like they own the street. Now I get it. I'm from Baltimore. I do the same shit. I'm guilty. Yes. I will walk On your out. cell phone. Yeah. I will walk Texting. down the street. Dare a nigga to hit me. Can hit your pay. You used to say that shit on campus. Yeah. Yeah. On campus. You jump out in front of a little campus vehicle. Yeah. You good. But like, nah, as I get older, man, I'm like, I'm not putting myself in any situation where it can jeopardize my life, especially somewhere it's as simple as maybe 15 seconds, 10 seconds of you just waiting. Instead of rushing out in the middle of the street, I could have very well hit that man. Yeah, man, that was bullshit. Yeah, right. Some of these pedestrians are nutcases, man. The people that get on my nerves are the damn bike, bike riders. Though. I can't oh stand God. them damn bike riders. I hate it. It scares me so much. There's, like a, about there's this, a special place of hell for them. Niggas, <laughs> I'm a well, I know. I got a bike, you know. Recently, so I've been riding my bike. Well, but still, too, I know, <laughs> he's one of them. No, I do the bike trails. The VA got a lot of bike trails. Right, I love right, that right, shit. Yeah. Bike riding or whatever. Call it trap biking. <laughs> <laughs> right. But anyway, um, like you know, you be you be in the street in DC, worse. In DC, you in DC, right? You, you know, you be in the car, you driving. They just come out of nowhere. What I don't like about them is they don't abide by the, the damn street signs and rules. Like everybody else will stop at the damn stoplight. Stoplight. This motherfucker keep on going through mm-hmm. and shit. It's like, damn, like, why are you, get on the sidewalk? I know that may be illegal and shit, you know, be riding on the sidewalk, but damn, just like, get out of my way, bro. There's been so many situations where I almost hit, like, bike riders and shit, just driving Multiple the car. Times, yeah. Pedestrians, bike riders, and Uber drivers, them niggas is the worst, dog. Oh. Uber drivers swear that they got the damn and police lift. sirens oh. on their joint. Oh, you know, they be God. stopping in the middle of the street. They'll pull over on a random corner with, with a green light. Like, they, I hate them, those, son. Those taxis, too. Bro. Taxis, too. All four of them. All four of them are just <laughs> dangerous police, to themselves, yeah. dangerous to us. Don't even get me started about the Uber driver. Remember the joint I had to report a couple weeks ago? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I gave him a scaling review. <laughs> nah, I ain't going to front, though. I, I, I'll say this. Though. I had the most lit Uber driver, like, a couple weeks back man <laughs> this dude he he makes music right so he made like uh, a uber song and uh, he made a couple uber songs and like 
he was just so cool the whole ride. He showed me his music video. Right. He, he was playing his own music. He was an older. You dude. could have been a producer. An older Jamaican know. dude. He, right. he was in that joint lit Shout man. Out to the yard. Yo, he was you in that. Mine. He was in that joint. I forget his name. I had uh, a, um, Charlie. I think <laughs> this nigga was lit. His probably name was, he Jamaican. His name is probably Charlie Brown. This nigga the Jamaican jokes. <laughs> Yeah. I had a um, I had an Uber driver that had the karaoke jump in his in his um, joint. Oh, he, had yeah. two, he had two mics with the mics and he had the mixer in the middle. That, that joint was kind of oh, dope. He had dope. lights and shit in there. That's yeah, dope. dope. I like the ones that got like the snacks and shit on the back of the oh, yeah. back seat, mm-hmm. man. Like, oh, Mints, yeah. peppermint. They be having a whole Seven Eleven in the back no seat, more, man. Yeah. I love that shit, man. But you got anything else? You want um, I really don't got no part in my bullshit for the week. But like I said earlier, man, I've really, really been on this. I've been preaching this over the last couple of weeks, man. Support your friends. You know what I mean? Like, a lot of us have friends that are doing positive things. Support them. It don't take nothing to double tap. It don't take nothing to repost. It don't take nothing for you to, you know, come out to the events. You know what I mean? Like, if you got positive people in your life, support them. You know what I mean? Let's keep let's keep this going. Let's keep the energy going, man. Like, you know, a lot of us got niggas and that ain't doing all that well, and we'd be quick to pull up. You know what I mean? We'll be quick to, to support them on bullshit. But when you got a friend that's doing something positive, man, support them. Like I said on Instagram, you know what I mean? If you make clothes, shoot it to me. I'll buy a piece. I'll wear it. You know what I'm saying? If you make food, let me know where you're going to be at. I'll pull up. You know what I'm saying? I'll buy something. But I just want to I just want to be that guy that supports black people, especially the black people that, that I care about. You know what I mean? Like, I never want to be that friend that, that always got excuses when somebody got an event. Because we all got friends like that. Every time you got something going on, somebody got it. They always got that same excuse. We call it fake busy. Fake busy all the fucking time, man. That shit is annoying. You know what I mean? So, like I said, you know, we got this podcast going. We got some, you know, we got some other things in the working, man. Pull up, support us. You know what I mean? Y'all know I don't attach my name to no bullshit. You know what I mean? Whatever I put my name on is is because I I, I know it's, it's, it's going to feed y'all. You know what I mean? So, that's all I got to say for this week. So that means y'all gonna spend my mixtape next time on the outro. Bro, right? if I'll play the mixtape. Pull it up. Yeah, man. I will play it. I was, I was brought up on my niggas. Put my niggas on. You so have you know to, I mean? man. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it's just annoying. Everybody like eats. yeah, everybody got to eat, man. Like I, I, the reason why I'm talking like this, like I got a friend that uh, you know, I mean, he's a close friend of mine. I, I was randomly talking to him about the podcast, and nigga was like, "Man, I ain't even get a chance to listen to an episode yet." My nigga, you, you got know, an iPhone? You got the podcast app on the, the iPhone? It, that's what I'm saying. How easy is it you for you to You drive in your car? You don't do shit. You, you don't sit do sh- in the house? You don't do shit all day. You know what I mean? When you hear stuff like that, it's not that I was tripping off it, but it's the fact that niggas got excuses. And niggas got terrible excuses. You know what I'm saying? But if I say, yo, I got, I'm selling, I'm selling, I'm selling doves for 15, niggas will be here. You see e- what I'm saying? Even if you fake listen, dog, you know what I mean? Like, at least, at least add to the numbers. Yeah. Because yeah, that, that one, that one extra listen, that one extra spin can put us over the top. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It could, it could get us higher up on the list when you initially start searching for a podcast or something like that. So Absolutely, just be out man. here. And I, I look out for my people. So, Absolutely. you know, all my friends know if when I make, when I make it, we, we all make it. We Everybody party everywhere. Yeah, man. Like, you so, know. Like I said, everybody eats. If you do art, holla at us. If you do videos, holla at us. If you're a photographer, man, holla at us. Like, we just want to use this as a platform where people could come on and and spread their spread their love, spread their um their abilities to our audience. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, that's what's up. Support your people. Absolutely, man. Hey, somebody shout out all our um, social medias. Hey, man. You know, at the PNB Pod, y'all be following us on Twitter, Instagram, all this shit. Um, we on Facebook now, man. We we've been growing on Facebook a lot. We had a couple of groups, a couple of uh, a lot of page invites, a lot of followers on Facebook in the last couple of weeks. I think we grew like something like two hundred and fifty percent just in the number of people. So shout out to y'all, man. Good good looking out and uh, supporting us. But hey, hit us up on Twitter. I'm taking all the names on there, and then we take it from there. I'm I'm always tweeting to people. So black Twitter, what's up? Hey, black black Twitter, what's up? Yeah. Black girl magic, all that. I be. I'll be at it, man. Yeah, I guess I get mine off, man. It's just like, you know, a couple of weeks ago, uh, last time I was on the show, I was complaining about a certain artist. And um, I've been, you know, listening to this artist, you know, from Georgia for years. And he's been helping a lot of people eat, you know, you know, and stuff like that. And I'm like, dude, why don't you just release that album? So it was funny when I got the notification last week that he was going to release his album. He's been going through on social media, just like going through all these radio stations, spitting freestyles. I'm talking about Side of Prince. He just released his album yesterday. And that shit was crazy. Like, I'm, I'm enjoying it. You know what I'm saying? This nigga Jeremy been tweeting Sahai 
<laughs> like every day since I met him. When you gonna drop an album? It's crazy. We got these dudes like social media. You got all these fans. Like, man, I don't want to hear nothing else you got to say until drop you drop this album, album bro. <laughs> so it's funny. He dropped the album, man. And so like me, I'm loving this shit. Big Crit dropped recently. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like, yo, it's just like yeah, loving Crit. So, tough, so I'm like, um, yeah, yo, appreciate that, Saha. I don't know if you listen to the podcast. You should listen to the podcast. Pull up. <laughs> Come pull up. And, you know, join us. But yeah, I guess with that we can go into the vibe of the day. Well, before we go to the vibe, I one more shout out. Shout out to the Africanus podcast, man. We went to their live event a couple weeks ago. We had a great time, man. Shout out to shout out to Femi, King Mitty. Shout out to uh, Yawa Damon. Go ahead. Oh yeah, I was just going to say after you finish that, man. I'm about to be in LA in December. You know, yeah. a week before Christmas, so I'm um, going to the 444 concert. So you know, me and my man Jay Z. Oh, I'm wow. gonna try to get him on the pod, so you know. Good see luck with him. Come, I'm gonna see him in New York. I'm gonna put a plug in too. You hit him in I'm, uh, LA. I hit him in New York. I'm, I'm <laughs> VIP though. VIP backstage. Do oh, say party. You are, oh, this, this nigga got money. He got money. We, nah, it's, it's serious, man. You gotta spend money to make money. That's a I fact. like it. That's serious. Scared money don't make money. Uh, yeah. right. We ain't got no say today either, though, man. So hey, it's, it's no up. pizza, it's too no doucey, no chicken wings. We didn't feed nobody today. Nah, we we was focused, man. It was focused. Niggas on the ground. But anyway, man, go ahead and introduce this uh, the vibe of the day, man. Take us out. Yeah, you got Big Crit that's coming out. Yo, Big Crit already came out. He got this one song with Lord. I think that shit vibes so hard. It's called 1999. I think I'm going to let it ride out like that. And we're going to see y'all next time. Hey, Here we yeah. out. Back that ass up. Back that ass up like it's 1999. Back that ass up like it's 1999. Back that ass up like it's 1999. Baby, let me drop it for me one more time. You working with some bad shit. You bad shit. Making niggas spend this cash shit. This last shit. Girl, you working with some bad shit. You bad shit. Making niggas spend this cash she drop it, well maybe so, she say I'll probably leave if she don't pop it, we'll never know, cause she get dying on it, scrub the grind on it, with no shame, give her time on it, roll a rind on it, do her thing, I ain't the type to trick, but she go hard for the call, type to bust it open wide and have me flow down the mall, we ain't, gotta take it slow, she just hit the door, let it show, for the give and go, get it off the floor, ooh, yeah, shake it like you never ever got to shake it, if pussy popping was a college, she done graduated, she Need a bowl for that ass just to celebrate it. A lot of clapping and a standing ovation when she back that ass up like it's 1999. Back that ass up like it's 